0: hey everybody thank you for listening in to the Fit style podcast this is your host Jonathan Traumer. I have Zach here and our special guest uh, Jackson Diffin uh, so today we're going to talk about you know his off season that he's currently in I just came off an off season um, so just talking about things like you know training nutrition good things we're doing mistakes that are usually made um, and just stuff like that so um Jackson, if you could just say like a little bit about your background, you know, maybe what you were doing before the offseason, what you're doing now, maybe some plans.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, my name is Jackson Diffin. Um, I reside in Michigan, in southern Michigan. Um, a little bit about me. I, uh, I, you know, I've been working out, been in and out of the gym for a long time, obviously, with playing sports in high school. And uh, stuff like that but was never actually serious about bodybuilding until about a year and a half two years ago is when I really started like that's what I was focusing on that's why I was working out was for bodybuilding um so this past year like you know I cut down got shredded didn't do it right at all (laughs) um and then this past fall got with Jake um to co into my offseason into a massing phase and uh do it right and put it on size the right way. Um and yeah, hopefully now compete this next year.
0: Nice. Uh do you have any like dates set up or shows that you have your eyes on?
1: Um, I kind of have around like around ballpark idea of when. Um I don't really want to chase a date necessarily. Um just kind of wanna chase that physique that I need to bring for that date so we're thinking if we compete this year it'll be towards the fall like October-ish um maybe some big plans in the works might touch on that a little bit later on here but uh might be some big stuff not I'm not quite sure yet nice well that was I think that was the right answer
0: you're chasing the physique not just the date which I think Jake our coach would agree with um so um awesome so as far as your off season when exactly did you start
1: I'd say well I started it before I got with Jake really um I ended my cut like beginning of July and just kind of maintained for a few months um and before I started really kind of getting into more food um and then kind of got lax with stuff and I was going out with friends on the weekends kind of partying a little bit Um, And got a little behind, so then that's why I decided to get with Jake, um, which would have been in, I think I told you the other night, uh, October, I think.
0: October, yeah, probably, I think a few weeks after I did, I I met with him sometime September, I think, it was just like three weeks after
1: our August show, so. yeah and so it was like middle of October I think something like that that was when I got with him and uh he started getting me on a plan and getting me right again so yeah awesome
0: so um as far as that's going um what are some of the things like you're realizing this time around versus like like I think you said like doing the off season like on your own just eating out or like, what difference do you see with Jake? Like,
1: actually having accountability and, like, stuff like that. To be, honest, to be honest with you, the biggest difference is is I wasn't eating enough. Even when, you know, I thought I was pushing food and, you know, upping the calories a lot. I, I was not eating enough compared to where I'm at now. Um, you know, no wonder I didn't make the progress that I've made in the past few months with Jake. You know, prior to that, I mean, that was the biggest thing. Is Jake just taught me um that you know it's actually okay to like you know eat some food, um and mm-hmm. that's what you need to do to grow. Um, now I'm at before I got with him, I was eating like twenty four to twenty five hundred calories, something like that. <laughs> like thinking I'm you yep. know I'm, I'm building, and now I'm eating. My day to day is uh, almost thirty six hundred. And then my refeeds are over four thousand, so yeah, it's holy cow, really a big change.
0: I think. So that, I think like, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Zach.
2: I I was just gonna ask, so like, what's your like your maintenance level? Like, is it somewhere around like three thousand, or is it like a little bit?
1: Well, we were so about two weeks before Christmas. Um, we made the decision, or about a week before Christmas, really we made the decision to hold where we were at with the calories, which was like, I wanna say 30s, two something. And we held that for about a week before Christmas up until a week or two ago. And I didn't put on any weight, I held right there. And my body composition in those three weeks, um, I tightened up so much. So honestly, I'm probably like right around the 3K mark um, as far as like maintenance goes I to think now so yeah
0: that makes me feel like really lazy and really sad because like I'm at 3,000 right now or it's like 2,900 something and I'm cutting like <laughs> so I think my max calories during this off season I started my prep January 1st and my max calories were only like 3,200 I think on, like, like refeed at days, yeah, and then, like, refeed days were, like, 3,500, because my carbs were, like, 500 grams, but for me, I have a desk job where I actually sit at the same desk, where I go in office sometimes, and I barely move, and then, so I'm, like, itching to go to the gym every day, and then I only do 20 minutes of cardio three times a week, so, like, yeah. But my health is still good and I still look tight even at peak off season. So
1: yeah, you 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 held on. Um definitely you definitely held on. I mean, you were pretty lean all the way through.
0: Which is impressive. Like it's totally
1: okay if you get chubby.
0: So, like, and I felt I felt fatter than I looked up for sure. But <laughs> when I was losing weight when I first prepped, I think I told this the Zach um on the first episode was i was looking at my number of my weight like 190 when i first cut down and 190 now is like i look way different like i easily put on like a solid five pounds of muscle if not more i don't know but nice. that was like a year ago um but that's what's crazy about that so
1: yeah i don't think people really understand <clears throat> how much to like 100, let's say 190 pounds. How much different 190 pounds can look, um, you know, if you do it right. Like you may have been 190 pounds last year. Let's say you had an off season, you know, and you got a little sloppy with it, whatever. Um, and then, you know, if you you maintain that, like for me, like when I was talking about, about over like the Christmas break, um, I held on to that like 185. I think it was. And that 185 went from one physique to a completely different physique in those four weeks. Like it it was two different looks at 185, but the same weight. And that's why I think people really don't understand too, is how different the same weight can look.
0: Yeah. Yeah, One of Cam's clients just posted that. um, She just posted, I think her weight stayed the same for like a few months. And like she looks drastically different every single picture. um zach what was i I don't know if you had an off-season i think you just prepped when i did for our show did you purposely have an off-season for your show i I think we left that out like like you you mean following the show right um even before did you have like an off-season to grow for the show then you cut down because i know you're not in prep now but yeah yeah,
2: I I mean, the gist of what it was like before the show for me was in a long series of failed attempts at like cycling through like the whole bulk and cut type thing. Um, Cause like I, you know, I think I might've mentioned this previously, you know, it took years, um, plural for me to like get a hang of like actually how this works which, you know, kind of sucked, but it also kind of helped because it gave me a lot of experience in that way. Um, I started prepping at the end of May for last year's show. And prior to that, I probably spent probably from December, probably from November or December through, through May. Um, and I was essentially going through a bulk phase. That was kind of like my off season where, you know, my calories were probably probably between three, 3000 and like 3,500, maybe. Um, I don't think it ever really got too much like higher or lower than that, but that was kind of like a rough estimate. And then, um, I kind of went from there. Definitely wasn't like as clean. Like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go for like the, uh, like the main gaining, you know, that you hear a lot of people talk about, which is essentially like the recomposition that you talk about when you're like, you keep your calories the same and you have this drastic difference between, you know, from one month to the next. Um, I definitely wanna try that at some point because I like that because otherwise, you know, the idea of thinking that you just have to like, not yo-yo diet, but you have to go through, like there's only two options. Like you can either bulk or cut and there's no middle ground. Um, I definitely wanna try just like main gaining at some point because, you know, just as far as like the effort, the extra effort that it takes to lose like that unnecessary fat that you put on, um, I find that kind of appealing, even though you do have to be like more disciplined with it.
0: Um, but Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of beneficial i think people i i don't remember where it was um there's a podcast i was listening to where they call it like a recovery phase it's not necessarily reverse diet so like Mm -hmm. when you get off a show you're obviously super depleted your hormones are different like your body fat's super low all that stuff so at first you almost purposely not stuff yourself, but purposely overeat to get to a healthy body fat percentage, and then just kind of ride it out to like normalize yourself.
1: Yeah. So yeah, like you like don't eventually. bulk right
0: away, because why are you going right. to go from like right. two thousand or fifteen hundred calories to like three thousand? Like that's, that's very dangerous. Yeah. Um. So like, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's it's like similar to main gaining, where people talk about like this like lean bulk thing. Like really, you should yeah, never. Yeah. You should never like. Unless you're like I think like Jackson said, unless you're like already eating thirty thirty two hundred calories and you're still losing weight or you still like look good and are shredded. I mean, yeah, you can jack it up, but I don't yeah. I think all bulks should technically be lean bulks. You should never be yeah. eating like stupid way over. I mean five hundred's like pretty decent, three to five hundred over. Yeah, that's
2: minutes.
0: not yeah. That's not too much. It's just you know
2: kind of hard especially when you're coming like right off of like several months of hardcore prepping because you know you you eat nothing but like essentially like chicken and broccoli and rice and not much else and like 2 gallons of water a day or you know whatever the hell it is um and you go from that to like stuffing your face with cheesecakes and you can go from 0 to 100 really quick so it's it's definitely like a
1: it's a it's a balance i mean it's you know that's what it is it's a balance but like your horror stories there's definitely a lot of truth behind the reverse diet probably being the hardest part of like the year for you, like as a competitor at least is that that reverse diet is going to be the hardest part coming, you know, like he said off from an extreme diet that most normal people would not do. Like you wouldn't do it just, you know, so coming off from that and then knowing, okay, you're done, you don't, you know, you don't necessarily need to be, you know, on point now. That, that's like the hardest part is coming off that and not just going out and, you know, eating whatever you want for, you know, however long and putting on like there's guys like Zach Jennings, that post show, you know, a week post show will be up 25, 30 pounds. Like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's like, a lot.
2: Do you, uh, do you guys know who, uh, Anthony Mantello is?
0: Yeah. Yep. I was just fun so to say you, that.
2: So yeah, he has a YouTube video where he, I forget what the, what the number was. It was somewhere between 20 and 30, but in the span of like two or three days, this guy puts on all this weight and it's not like it's, it's nothing that's even remotely considered healthy. I mean, we're talking like cheesecakes and steaks and cheeseburgers and, ice cream and donuts and cookies and desserts and it and it, i don't know it was like immediately after the show but it was like i don't know if it was something that his coach recommended i forget it's it's in the all youtube that video was,
1: but yeah i do remember that one no that wasn't i know he just kind of went off and just did that because this yeah. past coming off this past show did this year yeah he he followed the reverse really well i know mm-hmm. um it only was up, like, I think, at max, Couple like, pounds. 10 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, I I remember what it was like post-show and giving myself, you know, allowing myself to eat again. I think what I did is I just didn't track, because obviously you were tracking everything before. I just didn't track for two weeks, kind of ate what I wanted, didn't really go overboard. It was mainly, like, I was probably okay with calories, obviously a little up but just like, you know, finally got to eat a sweet or like something like that. It was like a really good mental break. But the biggest thing I realized with the, during the bulking phase, because I got, I didn't have a coach up until the show. About three weeks, ap- I had the two week break and then I started to like get back on track. And that's when I realized I should get a coach. So that's when it hit Jacob. But the biggest thing I noticed between bulking with Jake versus on my own is it sounds simple but literally tracking your weight progress like what you're doing in the gym I know it makes sense for your calories was tracking like okay I need to go up a couple reps I need to go up 10 pounds because people just pick up the same weights that feel comfortable and they go off a feel it's like no it's gonna you can do the same weight and it feels harder one week so you need to push so obviously I'm not telling you to get injured but I was curious if you, like, what's your difference that you see, uh, Jackson, with your offseason now with Jake versus, like, previous years or even what you would change going back from the beginning of starting with him?
1: So, honestly, I don't think there's anything I would change probably after I started with him, like, from day one. I mean, we got on the money, like, on the money prior to being with jake honestly I, there was there was not a whole lot of structure when it came to like training like i had my split you know and i had my movements but as far as like progressive overload which is a huge thing like you just said i mean that, that's how you grow up is progressively overloading whether that's you know a few like a rep or two from week to week or you know up in at two and a half five pounds whatever that progressive overload is something that i was non-existent before for me. And now that, you know, I keep track of, you know, each movement, my, you know, the weight that I use week to week, and either I'm up in the weight week to week or adding in a rep or two or three or whatever, the progress I've seen is, I mean, exponential. I mean, I'm up 25, almost 30 pounds from the my end of my cut. Um, so, I mean, lifting, especially as a natural athlete, I think lifting heavy in like that 8 to 12 rep range and training with intensity is crucial. We, we can't as nat- as naturals you can't go to the gym, you know, like all these Olympian stuff and just go in for a pump. Like I, all these kids you hear them talk about, oh wow, go get a pump, go get a pump, go get a pump. But you're not training to get a pump. you're not you're not gonna grow, unfortunately, if you're natural just from going in and getting a pump and you know doing, a lightweight for this outrageous number of reps, which is something I did before a lot too, because hypertrophy is supposed to be this king, you know, to building muscle and it's it's not. So now
2: most of that was probably muscle too, right? I'm I I am assuming yeah. out of like the thirty
1: pounds. Uh, I mean obviously not all thirty of it is yeah, gonna be muscle. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> I yeah, mean if, right. even if it
0: was half 15 pounds, like right. even, oh, well, let's get, well, or even huge. a third, yeah. 10 is yeah, like that's
1: that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I still have a pretty me and Jake both agree that I still have a pretty favorable body composition for where I'm at and how much I put on. So yeah, I would say I I'm curious, definitely curious to see. Um, you know, this next time around going through a prep, uh, what what the difference really is. But
0: even you guys mentioned i stayed pretty lean in my off season even just seeing like when i started with jake till now like the size difference because i didn't really put on a ton of fat my weight didn't really fluctuate that much i think i only went up like 14 pounds in a couple months which really isn't that bad because i think i was stage weight 180 at the show and then i got up to 194 was my absolute heaviest and I'd say at least five of that is muscle. So it's not too bad. And he, I mean, we, we didn't push Cali super duper hard because I, it was what? Like October to like January was my only off season because like you have a decent amount of size, the issue you had from last year is you need to get lean enough. Of course, I didn't get lean enough on my own. And I was in classic where, you know, you don't have to get as lean as, you know, bodybuilding. But he's like, I don't want to push calories too much because you already have the muscle. And this just take us that much longer to take off for your prep. True. So, yeah. yeah. So that's,
2: that's kind of like your big focus then for this off season is not so much like putting on muscle, but just like trying to, I don't know, I guess recomposition yourself enough to where you feel like getting leaner Is like more, more, what more feasible? I suppose. Like, like close. Yeah, just like you know, like just as a goal, like you kind of mentioned about getting leaner than before.
0: Oh yeah. So, the the thing. So in the prep now, cutting down, it's you got to realize that, like I think Jackson mentions, like eating enough when you're in the off season. Because you need that excess of calories, not only for to maintain your size, not only for um, strength in the gym, um, but just to make sure, you know, everything's, you know, flowing properly. So when you cut, you need to make sure, like, you don't want to go the opposite way, and then you're starving your muscles and you lose all that work that you put in. So... I, he was my check-in you know this past night, he's like hey man you got to make sure that like you're hitting your macros you know fats and stuff like it's not that big of a deal now at the beginning of prep but like when you get closer that that stuff really really matters like even a couple grams really does change it um, yeah and that's and a... we haven't touched go cardio ahead. yet We're, yeah go ahead
1: um i was just gonna say yeah with what, what you said there's a lot of merit behind that especially like coming off your off season into a prep you shouldn't just come straight from your off season you know and start your prep you really should have like that maintenance phase for you know i mean it could be as long as you want to make it but at least like a month you know somewhere like around a maintenance phase because that gives whatever muscle you put on in that off season a chance to actually mature you know and and stay you know stay around and your body get used to that weight where you're at And inevitably over that maintenance phase, your body composition should get better at at the same weight. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm.
0: That's
1: a good point. Yeah. Cause like
0: for my calories, I only went down at the beginning, like a hundred or so per day. So I'm really technically in like a maintenance phase. Like I'm still eating more calories than I started with Jake before I was growing so I mean it really won't get you know it's you there I don't think he's ever made more than a 100 calorie change in one week maybe he did the next week another 100 but usually I mean I'm only a couple hundred calories lower than my peak bulking calories so really I'm probably maintaining for the next couple months but like the last like three to four months that's where it's really getting gritty um, like he's saying, like you know, eight weeks out's pretty, pretty close like, you know it's game time. Like you obviously lost some weight before that, but it's like okay, now you have to like, you know. So, um, and it's crazy because like cardio's still three times a week, twenty minutes, low intensity, just doing stair stepper, incline, um, which obviously is super important to keep doing, you know. Um, I think it's really bad when people just cut out cardio because like, well, I'm bulking. I want to like be as big as I can. It's like, well, mm. I don't know about you, but when I do cardio that keeps my heart, um, you know, nice and healthy when I'm doing like today, like three sets of 15 each arm shoulder cable extensions, like my heart rate gets super high. Like, I don't know if that's the way with you on your current split, yeah. my heart gets super high.
1: Yeah, of think... like oh sorry. No no go ahead.
2: I I was just going to say I mean that makes it easier too like when you do your, more cardio when you start leaning out or whatever if you do cardio when you're bulking or main gaining or whatever you want to call it um it just makes for an easier transition, you know, same thing with lowering your calories little by little like it just it makes it more gradual and it it's instead of you know being so abrupt, you know, mm-hmm. I think you know your body obviously responds to that a lot better.
0: Yeah, add five minutes here or there versus, because of what, what I'm going to do, stop doing cardio for like five months or a year, right. two years for some people, Right. Um, you know, and realistically off seasons are going to be like a year or two, you know, I know we're talking about a couple months for us, but realistically, like after these, these shows that I plan on doing, I'm easily going to take off two to three years and just come back like undeniably different. Right.
1: Yeah, those, I'm pretty much uh, just
0: refining my physique from last year. I'm not really adding. I mean, I we obviously added muscle, but I'm really not changing it. I'm really just coming in leaner than last year. That's really what I'm
1: doing. Yeah, this whole trend that you see with, especially like the fitness influencer side of all this, um, mm-hmm. and now you see a lot of, a lot of kids. This is how it is too. Is coming back to kind of that yo-yo diet that you were talking about you know only bulking going or going on a bulk for three months maybe four months and it's like there's there's not enough time there to where you know whatever you know weight you put on in that three months sorry to say it but it's most likely not gonna be muscle like what you think first of all and so it's probably gonna end up being fat um right you know and, an off-season or a bulk you know ideally like you said should be I mean 12 months is really like the the minimum you would probably like to see to get some actual results out of it not including you know your maintenance phase after your off-season that you really should go through as well Mm -hmm. so I mean
0: that's even what the pros are doing now even people using anabolics and stuff like that I mean you know they might do one or two maybe three shows a year and they're just refining what they already have I mean I have you know probably eight to ten years of exercise experience before doing this show now if you're someone who's never really worked out before I mean yeah you can go ahead and do a competition but you might wait a couple you might want to wait a couple years from when you decide to then really build something and then learn how to cut down and then do it Mm -mm. so which is the hard hard thing to do
1: so yeah um, go ahead you go ahead i was just gonna say that you know um i think a lot of people including myself starting out um when you decide you want to you know do bodybuilding pursue it and compete um you know you, you want it you like you want to compete now right and you have to sit back and realize at some point that you know you're most likely you know there's in my eyes there's no sense in cutting down and prepping for a show if you're going to come in super small i mean like i understand like experience and i'll get you experience at stage time and all this other stuff but there's no sense in wasting your time that you could be growing for cutting down for a show if you know you really don't have that much structure to your physique right So that's where I've been at and that's where I'm still at right now is whether, you know, I really should take this next year yet even and just continue to build and then next year bring something that's not deniable when you step on stage. So I think that's a big thing nowadays is people, people don't understand like how important it is. actually take the time to grow
0: Mm -hmm. and they just want to show and look good
1: yeah right
0: so um i know we're we're getting close on time so i will say hey zach is there any questions you have for jackson or jackson is there anything you want to kind of say final last things um maybe plans what's
1: coming up what you want people to know where we can find you at
0: all the goods
1: um, so as far as plans coming up, like I said, um, maybe shooting towards this fall, October ish. Uh, I only had one show in mind up until last week, um, which was a show here in Michigan. But now I have been blessed with the opportunity, if I choose, to go down to Houston at the beginning of October and compete in summer shredding at Alpha Land, all expenses paid for for me. So that's something that we got to think about and definitely keep up on the social media side of things and there'll be an announcement probably coming pretty soon with what i'm gonna do um and you can find me on instagram at diff which is d-i-f-f underscore fit so
0: nice diff fit john Trump fit for sleep fitness perfect well what you should do is if you're looking for a show i mean i uh, I'm not going to tell you to do Cleveland necessarily because like half our team is already doing it. Um, but I plan on doing the following week, which is the first week of September, um, OCB apex, Virginia. That would be a cool show. I'll be going out to that. So that if you wanted to do that or even wait till later, that'd be cool. I could see you doing that. When when was the Cleveland show? Wasn't it? Cleveland show is August 27th. End of, yeah, yeah, end of August. Okay. September 3rd is the Apex Virginia, Norfolk, I think it is OCP. And then the Yorton
1: is the week after that. Okay. Yeah, I think, see, I think that Cleveland show would probably be the best bet if I was going to compete back here because let me look at the text message real quick. But I think, because there's two summer shredding events um and the October one that I was going to do I think is um what does it say I want to say it's like October 4th or something like that the beginning of October so that would kind of be ideal if I did that and then that would give me I would only have a couple more weeks before coming back and competing at that show so I wouldn't have to drag prep out too much longer would that be your first show summer shredding would be my first show if i did it which mm. is massive to That'd do be as huge. your first show it, it would be i yeah. mean because summer shredding attracts tens of thousands from all over the world so i think that would definitely be a
2: i think that was john do you remember do you remember my one buddy that i talked about that he did his first show down in houston
0: uh,
2: do you do you remember that i it was like i used to work
0: with them yeah it sounds super familiar
2: yeah i was trying to think of the name of the show i think that's what it was i think it was the summer shredding one i mean this would have i think this would have been like i don't know like 2019 or it was it was a while back but i think that was i think that was the one though because i think he was talking about how huge it was and that was like one of the massive polls um but yeah i don't know that's that is really really huge though
0: yeah, that would be oh, a, yeah, I definitely be a I big first like show, thing. but mm-hmm. for but sure. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I I love the fall time for shows because it's like, you know, you have your, you know, your prep is when it's all like, you know, summer, you're looking all good right beforehand. You've got your show in the fall and you get the off season you get what you want during the holidays. It's just like perfect cycle. Same so with like is. what is it? Olympia is like always in October or something, it's like perfect timing. I love it. But, okay. Well, uh, looks like we're about time here. Um, You know, obviously it was awesome to have Jackson on. Uh, Great to learn about his off season, his plans, what he's doing. I'm sure we'll see him again very soon. Um, Thank you all for listening. If you want to follow us, we finally have an Instagram page now. um, Just Fit Style Podcast. Um, If you want to subscribe, obviously on YouTube, you can follow us. Me at John Trom Fit, um, Zach over here at First Leap Fitness, and then of course, uh, Jackson here at Diff Fit. All right, so thank you guys for listening and tune in next week. All right, take it easy. All right, you guys. Bye.